Hello, everybody, and welcome to another fine podcast by Golden Ranch Fire District. I am Division Chief Scott Rob, And I'm Division Chief Josh Hergat. And today, we wanted to talk a little bit about firefighter mental health wellness. Because, as we all know, we got the holidays coming up. Typically, for both firefighters and the majority of society, the, hide it, the holidays can be more stressful. Um, this season in particular, we have the COVID complications where you could experience even more isolation than normal. Allstall will having to show up to work and continue to run your calls and conduct yourself and go in and out of sick people's houses. Yeah. This adds a whole other layer of complexity, what is normally a very stressful time of the year for everybody. Yes. So what we wanted to share is a little bit of what Golder Ranch Fire District is doing to both to, uh, as a refresher for our, our workforce and to see if there's anything out there that we can do to help other organizations uh, with their fire firefighters during this holiday season. So with us, we have the health and safety chief, deputy chief, Chris Grissom. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Yeah. You got a great radio voice. Yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> now you said you were listening to a lot of Joe Rogan to kind of practice before he yeah, came in. Yeah, uh, big fan of Rogan and uh, you know, the typical Jocko stuff, but I'm a big podcast fan, so I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, yes. For first sure. time on a podcast? First time. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Long time listener, first time caller. That's I like right. It. Very excited to be here. Thank you very much. All right. So tell us a little bit about what Golder is doing in your division at Health and Safety. So something that I'm extremely proud of um, is the the mental health uh, programs that we have out there with our peer support team. So, you know, something that we do that uh, we started about a year ago is we created the, the Golder Wellness app that uh, everybody's pretty familiar with. Um, if you if you don't know how to download it on your phone, um, I'd be more than happy to help you with that. We have uh, access to that on the intranet. Uh, but what this app does is it gives you quick access to any of the peer support team members. Um, also gives you access to our EAP services, um, to some of the uh, vetted um, providers out there that can you know for counselors, for uh, uh, psychiatrists and stuff like that if if you if you need. But um, it's got quick access to the peer support team. Uh, peer support team is available 24-7, and uh, it's a quick, easy uh, touch their phone number, call right up, and uh, we're happy to assist at any time. So, Chris, uh, why don't you explain to us a little more for our, our existing personnel who might not have had any interaction with it or for other agencies, a little more in depth of, of what our peer support team looks like. Sure. So we're made up of about uh, 18 awesome uh, members, uh, men and women, all different ranks, uh, some administration personnel, some suppression personnel um, that have been trained um, in some CISM. And we also just put eight through a three-day course uh, on some mental health training. Uh, we just added uh, some new members that were chosen by the uh, by the employees, which is pretty cool. Right. You threw out a whole survey and kind of took the... Yeah, yeah. Who would you want... Exactly. Who would you be comfortable talking exactly. to? Exactly. We thought it would be important to hear their voice. Hey, who, if you were in a time of need, who would you want to talk to? You know, because there may be someone on that list that you don't feel comfortable with and that's totally fine. And we totally get that. So we took the top eight vote getters, if you will. And, um, um, they happily accepted and we're, we're honored to be chosen by their peers and, uh, they're glad to be part of the team. So, so to answer your question, chief is, um, we're here to, to, 
to give a, a, a friendly ear, if you will, you know, to, to listen to any issues you may have, to offer friendly advice, to point you in the direction that you or, say, a family member or a friend may have that is going through a difficult time. Like we know, it's the COVID times, the holidays are coming, people are going to be locked up, um, some stressful times ahead. So we're just there to, to offer assistance to point you in the right direction. We're not necessarily necessarily there to to solve any issues or problems you may have, but you know if we can, great. But we're mainly there to get you pointed in the right direction for the help that you may need. Excellent. Well, and how huge is that, really? I mean, when you're isolating and you're 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 all wound up about something or you're experiencing some depression or whatever, right? It's just sometimes just talking about it. Just, Absolutely. Just even kind of trying to talk about what's going on to a friend Absolutely. or somebody that gets it is, is a huge therapy bonus. Absolutely. And the hardest, hardest part for a lot of people is making that first initial phone call. So we know as a peer support team, once that initial phone call comes in, Hey man, you know, that's a, that's a huge step and we're there to help. And, uh, we'll do, you know, we'll, we'll do anything we can to, uh, to, to help them out and, and get them back on track. So, yeah, I mean, the sky's the limit for uh, any issues. Uh, confidentiality is, is at uh, utmost important to us. And we will uh, we will definitely abide by that, and uh, we're just like I said, we're there you know twenty four seven and for any issues. Well, and it takes not everybody can do the job that you do. Um, being a health and safety deputy chief, you're we joke a little bit that you're kind of the resident psychologist <laughs> because a lot of people you need somebody that that the workforce is willing to come and approach. Right. Um, we have the peer support bridge, which is great, but I know that also a lot of people will jump rank, if you will, because we don't want that to be a rank specific thing. Absolutely. We want them to be able to go direct to you and say, Hey, do you have a second? Yeah. I really need to talk about this. Or I'm, I'm really curious on this resource. Right. And, and I, and that you're absolutely spot on. This is, there is no rank in all that's out the window when it comes to peer support type stuff. Um, and lots of times there's issues that come forth to me that I don't have an answer to. Sure. And that's why we have such a great staff that I can bounce different things off, you know, uh, other members that I have on the team that are way better than me at it. Um, so I will kind of, you know, I'll, I'll throw them their way, you know, if, if the uh, employee is good with that. And usually they are and because they're going to do a, uh, just as they're going to do a lot better than I can because there's some really good heavy hitters on the peer support team. So, yeah. Nice. So you just mentioned that uh, we added eight new members to our team. Correct. So how long has uh, our peer support team been operating for? So um, I've been in this spot for about three years. And when I came on, uh, Chief Grant Ciceric did an awesome job putting the team together. Um, it was kind of in the beginning phases, and uh, he had some really good stuff uh, going. I just kind of took it over and kept it going. So the base and the foundation has been there for, for about three years now. Yeah. Yeah, and in that time, we've actually had quite a few real emergencies that yep. that needed crisis intervention. Uh, we have, and uh, I'm, I'm very proud of of the individuals that that got the help. I think we've had quite a few success stories. Um, we always we'd always advise, you know, we'd always like to see the, the success stories. We always like to see the people want to talk about that because someone out there may be listening. Someone out there may have the same issue. And, um, you know, I, I always, 
I always, you know, advise the people, hey, get out there and, and tell your story because no one's going to judge you. We're a big family here, and uh, we have each other's back, and no one's going to judge if you've had problems. We've all had issues. Every one of us have, even if you haven't come forward. You, everyone's had issues, and everyone, um, yeah. everyone should be able to freely speak about their issues because it could help somebody down the road. Yeah, I mean, life is going to slap everybody in the face absolutely multiple times over yeah. the course of how long you live. Absolutely, and that the, always those added challenges of of complicating it with sleep deprivation, shift work, um, trauma that yep. you experience, all of those things just make it a little harder. Yeah, but you have this group together where you, you can relate, and right. you can uh, you're not just talking to some random person that that can't relate so right. that's it's good to have that network of, of humans yeah this is a tough job and we see things we hear things that not everybody does and uh it's good to have a supporting cast out there of your peers that can assist you through those difficult times so looking at where we are right now as we're coming into this holiday season is there any specific advice that that you can provide or a kind of perspective that you can add to help people manage their, their stress during this time? Yeah. I mean, I'm a real big proponent of, you know, of, of healthy eating habits, taking care of your, uh, physical well-being. I like to say, you know, take care of your mind, take care of your body. And, you know, uh, that's, those are a couple of things that I like to live by. Um, you know, holidays are tough, you know, be with friends, get outside, get that vitamin D, you know, exercise, be happy, you know, um, hang out with friends, you know, um, you know, I think one of the things we talked about adding to the app list that, that we've got it helping us out with is a calendar. Yes. Because we know one of the most important things is human connection. Right. And, and just having somebody to talk to We're not saying anybody is a psychologist or, or they're going to solve your problems, but, having a calendar of our peers that say, Hey, tomorrow I'm going on a bike ride at, at eight o'clock. I'm going to go, going to go bike the 50 year trail so that anybody that could use some outside time or some human connection can go out there and, and bike with them. Or somebody who's going to go on a run. Hey, I run every Friday over here at Riverfront park. Anybody that wants to come grants a golfer, I talked to him and said, yeah, if I throw out a, a foursome where I have three available, um, come on out, come on out in afternoon and just having that human connection and being able to, to be around other people. Cause this, this job can be very isolating when, once you leave it, you leave work and not everybody has a wife and kids and giant support group, but we have each other. So trying to find different ways to actually connect and, and, and get out and do something outside that you normally wouldn't do. Yeah, that's a. I, I love that idea, and I'm glad that that we're going to be doing that because that human interaction is huge. Being around other good people, throwing ideas off people is is huge, especially coming up, like you said, with the COVID and in the, the holidays. It's good to be out, talk with people, and uh, it just that human interaction is important for sure. Well, I, I would say if you're having um, some depression about your golf game, Grant is not the one you want to go play with, though. Um, <laughs> or you probably don't want to go run with Hildebrand. Because, yeah, yeah, Grant's really, really good at golf, and Hildebrand can run really far. <laughs> so one of the things you mentioned in the in the training that I'd, I'd really like to uh, circle back and spend a little time on, if you don't mind, is you said there was a CISM component to it, to the training. 
How does peer support differ from CISM, and, and does it differ from CISM? It does differ, Maybe and that's, that's a great a question. question. So basically what peer support is is, is just your everyday type issues. You know, if you're sitting at home one day and you have some, some, some negative thoughts, you can pick up the phone and, and call one of the peer support members to, to, to get some assistance. What CISM is, is for instance, you run on a, a pretty traumatic event. Okay. You run on a call that, uh, you know, a, a pediatric drowning, a code, a, a suicide, you know, the, the stuff that we don't like to run on, but it's just part of the job. Um, CISM is something that is available f- to help with the crews um, after that type of call. Um, you know, we can give the, the CISM training has allowed us to, to put to give them uh, advice, um, offer assistance and lead them down a path that if something does come up down the road, that we can lead them in the right direction that where they can get some help. So CISM is kind of something post call. So, so from an operational standpoint, we have these calls. Is this something that the peer support team just immediately launches on and heads into the station to talk people, talk to people about? Absolutely not. The peer support team will definitely not get right in your face afterwards. Everyone heals differently. Um, so what usually happens on those types of calls is I'll get in touch with the battalion chief, have the battalion chief, or I'll get in touch with the captain, let that individual know that, hey, these services are available. Please let me know if you would like to utilize them. Because everyone everyone reacts different to certain situations. There's some people that do not want to speak about it, and we respect that, and Josh. I completely respect that. Yeah, yeah Josh. Me. Yeah, he's... He just, just goes dead push it. I just push it yeah. down. <laughs> and there's some people that do want to. So everyone handles it different. We will never push our team upon anybody that doesn't want it absolutely not well because then you're just going to get resentment or they'll just reject it and and that's the last thing bad experience and oh don't go talk to those guys (laughs) because yeah and that's the last thing we want we're we're not pushy we're very laid back and uh um, we will never get in someone's face especially after a traumatic type event because everyone everyone deals with them differently so if i understand correct you're also a mindfulness instructor is that true? That is uh, that is true. Not as good as you, but yeah, I uh, we did some <laughs> mindfulness training, something that uh, was out of our comfort zone. Yeah. But I think once we dug into it, uh, we learned a lot. Uh, we right. learned a lot of what works, and we learned a lot of what doesn't work. And, yeah, uh, and that was studied by the University of Arizona, and, and <clears throat> they had mentioned that they're close to completing a paper and finalizing the uh, the data and the results of right. the the eight week training that we put them through and we've kind of done some tweaks and, and different things. And that'll probably be something that that's like one of those new year, fresh start type of things that maybe we give a uh, revamped version of some self leadership. Yeah. I think it's a great idea. I think it, not only, you know, the, the, the training, but I think the, the best part of it is giving them the tools and ideas on how to cope with, with, with issues they right. may have, you know, because we're not experts. Um, but no, the, the best thing that I like about mindfulness is just how it translates. Like sometimes people see mindfulness as only, uh, sitting down and meditating, right? But it's really when you can cultivate that calm mind and present awareness, you can then apply it to anything that you're interested in. Some people are woodworkers, golfers, like we said, swimming, but whatever your niche is, you can then add that piece of it so that you truly have a, a, a great experience and something that you go back to to keep yeah. your mind right. Absolutely. And there's so many different 
mindfulness calming techniques, you know, that, uh, that's out there and one may work for somebody and one may work for another person. And, uh, that's the cool thing about mindfulness training. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of open it up and we give you a lot of different techniques and abilities. So that's, I plug that only because having that experience and, and some people might know that not might not know that you have that background too, as an instructor. And we want to be able to put those, put you as a resource yeah. available and we'll put it in the podcast notes. And if anybody wants to email or get more information or, or get some advice on something, I mean, the theme of, of Golder Ranch and the whole thing that we've done with all these podcasts is accessibility, complete accessibility to, hey, whatever we're learning that's working for us, we'd be happy to share and, and completely give away. Yeah, this isn't stuff that's just for Golder Ranch. This is stuff for anybody that needs it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have all that information on that Golder Wellness app as well. But uh, it's, it's stuff that I know, you know, I don't want to speak for you, but I, I know you feel the same way and same with Colin, that we're very proud to to lend out and 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 point people in the right direction so yes so i remember when you guys were putting together that training and and participated in a, in a large number of it and i've shared your app with uh several people while attending efo but uh for those that don't have a background in what what mindfulness training is how would you condense it down into how would you define it do you think well i think for me is it's it it's being aware of of being aware of the present moment. So okay. yeah. the the whole the whole thing that you're trying to do, especially in the eight week program, is they're trying to make you realize that so many of the things that are stressing you out in day to day life are in between your ears. And and while they may be real experiences that are happening, are they happening right now? Or are you is it festering and is it something that you're just ruminating on and you can't get rid of because you're, whether it's a traumatic experience that you had at work, whether it's uh, some relationship struggles that you're going to or some financial things that you're worried about, people don't realize just how much time they spend in their own heads. And so what we try to do with the whole mindfulness thing is we're trying to take this sliver of time that you actually experience when you're in the present moment that most people do and we're trying to widen that we're trying to make that a majority of your day is being present being real being able to connect with people and that's really how i guess i would define it i don't know if you see it any different but no i think that's great and and it's also about giving you tools that you can practice that will kind of stop all that stuff in between your mind that if you practice these certain types of mindfulness techniques, those, those negative thoughts and those negative moments kind of just slide away without you really even knowing it. But it's, it's like you said, it's all about being in that present moment, which is extremely important. Letting go of that past, being in the present moment to prepare you for the future. Yeah. Excellent. Well, this might pain me to say a little bit, but I'm a little bit impressed by you, Chris. Oh, (laughs) thank you, sir. (laughs) Well, and when you think about it too, with it's a lot of the firefighter challenges being, uh, sleep deprivation, anxiety, depression. If you think about anxiety in general is you're usually amped up because you are thinking about something. You are not actively being stressed out by something that's happening, but your mind is thinking about it. Yes. And just being able to let go of that is yeah. actually a really hard thing, but man, you talk about an anxiety reducer, and that's what the University of Arizona found in the study that 
we're able to do is people can chill. Yeah, and it's it's huge in our line of work because that anxiety on certain types of calls, the anxiety of, you know, before you get to that call, after you get to that call, did I do the right thing? What's going to happen when I get there? It's It helps you just stay in that moment, rely on your training, go back to what you've learned, and just execute to the best of your ability. Yeah, you find you're actually way better at your job when yeah. you can do that. Well, I think after we finish this up, I'm going to have to talk to you about my 3 a.m. self-initiated wake-up call. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. We can help, can help me that. out with that. Yes, sir. <laughs> well, Chris, uh, I guess before we take off, um, we do, we're going to have you available and it's for anybody that needs your services. Um, is there anything else from a health and safety standpoint that you would like to share? Uh, you know... Uh, what I'd like to share is is don't be embarrassed or afraid to come forward if you have something that's 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 getting at you. Um, like I said earlier, we've all had issues, but don't get to the point where it builds up so so deep inside that it's going to have a long term effect on you. Get on top of it quickly. Let's get you the help that you need. Um, if anything's bothering you, like I said earlier, we are always available twenty four seven. Um, you can go right on that app. You can click on our phone number. There's some really good men and women in this peer support team that are available to help. And uh, I'm really proud of this team and uh, I'm proud of the work that they've done and I'm proud of the work that they're going to continue to do. So, yeah, you know, I think people don't realize they think all of the problems that they're experiencing are unique to them I, and they're not. And absolutely the more you're not. able to actually talking to me like, oh, nobody gets it. I mean, this is just the way my life is, or this is the way my childhood was. This is the way. And you start talking to people and just take that first step. Yes. And if you're a little sad at first that you're not alone and you're not unique, right. um, just put that ego aside and, yeah. and actually embrace the fact that, wow, we all, we're all struggling a little bit Correct. all the time. And the more we can help each other and be real with it, the, the better off we'll be. Couldn't agree more. Well said. So thanks, guys. Thank you. I appreciate the time. And uh, uh, this is a great, uh, great way to get information out. So I appreciate your time. Absolutely. Thanks for coming on. Chris Grissom, everybody. We will see you next time. Enjoy. Have a safe holiday season. And please reach out to us if you need anything. Thank you.